Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. My name is Brianna. And my name is Noah. In this episode, we're going to be reviewing Aladdin, Booksmart, and Brightburn. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. today so that's weird but of course we have uh, Brianna and Noah joining to uh, balance out uh, the scales I guess <laughs> even the score um, mm-hmm. yeah so Ozzy is not feeling well so we should get that right away uh, he did not get fired he, we can't fire him uh, he is a, the co-founder so you know <laughs> clear that up was that on the t- wait what what <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, that was on, I'm just kidding. That was on the table. See, see, the great thing is he will not listen to this, so he'll have no idea. Okay. Unless, like, somebody tattles on me on Twitter, which is possible. Um, but, yeah, so, but even then, Ozzy doesn't check Twitter. So, either way, we're safe. <laughs> either way. <you're> safe. <laughs> either way, we can say anything. Um, but, yeah, so, uh, we're... Ozzy's not feeling well, and he wasn't able to see these movies, so it was just like, eh, whatever. It's fine. You can miss an episode, Ozzy. Um, and we have some interesting movies to talk about, um, very different movies, like all across the board. These are all very, very unique and different movies, uh, especially from each other. Um, I finally was able to see all three of them, so that's awesome. I'm very happy about that. Uh, Brianna, you saw Aladdin, correct? I did. And then Noah, you saw Booksmart, so you'll get a little bit of, uh, everybody, on this you episode? saw everything yes um so if you hate me then i'm sorry this is the wrong episode for you <laughs> um <laughs> that's fine but we're gonna start of course with the big one um of the week and that is aladdin um yeah so another disney remake a live action remake uh, <laughs> uh noah you sound unenthused hmm? <laughs> um yeah, i mean <laughs> fair enough uh, they have a spotty track record, uh, at the very least, but I'm happy to say I enjoyed this one. I don't know. I can't speak for Brianna, but for myself, I will say I had a lot of fun with this movie. Um, from basically the first song, the first two songs, I'm just like, okay, they, they're like really getting the vibe of this movie. And I was kind of in from the start. Uh, but what about you, Brianna? Well, I can't say I didn't have a good time, but I definitely didn't think it was good. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. I, I, we'll break I, that I down. Did, I mean, okay, I'll give That's, you the. I'll give you the, from the. I'll give you that from the first song. I turned to my brother. And I said, "Okay, I'm excited. They got me." Mm-hmm. Um, but that went away pretty quickly. Interesting. <laughs> I'm curious to see what that point was exactly. Um, but let's let's start positive. Um, First of all, I think I am very, I, I know you're going to get to this, and I think it's important to start with because it was the most questionable or the most, the thing that most people were worried about going in, and that, that is Will Smith. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we, we have to start with it, and I think we're both at least on the same page with this, that Will Smith is awesome in this movie, and I'm very- He's easily the best yeah. part. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So right. I, right. I'm very happy to be able to report that because honestly, like when this casting came out, 
a lot of people were like anti this casting. I'm like, I don't know. Will Smith, like, to me, if you're going to cast anybody for this role, which obviously it's a monumental task to say the least, um, you know, Will Smith kind of makes sense to me. And I, I've always kind of been on board with this casting. And I'm glad to see um, that it, it worked out in the end, just even after the Rocky kind of marketing <laughs> um, for uh, that particular uh, element of the movie. But yeah, I think he's really like, he just he has such a presence on screen and he always has and he brings like all of it to this movie and I just I really enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, I I think if you appreciate his character less as um a replacement or even a version of or an homage to Robin Williams Genie mm-hmm. If you like completely separate them and you literally just take it as Will Smith is playing Will Smith, then it's very it's very fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely, uh, but I mean nobody was expecting him to live up to Robin Williams, so we, we can kind of take that card off the table. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I think it's funny that you say that his casting makes sense because I think it makes sense, but in the same way that like the cast list that they announce when they're doing parodies on SNL makes sense. You're like, okay. Uh, I I remember I was telling some friends of mine about Will Smith's being cast and I was like, literally imagine like the last person that you think is actually qualified to play the genie in like a way that anybody would take seriously. Um, and like there, there are plenty of moments where his, his character is cringy. And I think that's like, that is usually when he's trying to reference Robin Williams, genie when they're, they're trying too hard, but when he really just plays himself, I mean, there's a reason that he's so in demand. He's such a, he's so charming Mm -hmm. and such a fun actor that people like to see that when he's just playing himself, I actually had a great time and you know, I, I, yeah. I had a great time just watching him, so. Yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I still, like, I, I want to push back, but I, I think it's, like, you know, there's no point in arguing about this. But, yeah, I, I just I thoroughly enjoyed his performance. I think uh, from a musical standpoint as well, I think his songs tended to be the most entertaining, and obviously, like, that makes the most sense because, like, in, like, the cartoon, he has the most entertaining songs as well. So I... I I don't know. I just every time he was on the screen, like I was just kind of I was in. Like you had you had my attention. I was sucked in, and I I think it's important. Like what you brought up about uh, him not want you not needing to compare him to Robin Williams, and I think that's like so crucial to all of this, and that's kind of crucial to remakes in general. And that's kind of how I try to view remakes in general. It's like just take them as their own thing. Like yeah, y- you know. Yes, you're always going to have that natural inclination to kind of want to compare it to what it's remaking. But it's like, if you take it as its own thing, I think it certainly helps. Um, but yeah, I I think the casting all around, I don't really have too many problems casting-wise. I have one big one, which we will get to in negatives. But overall, I think the leads are cast really well. I, I liked our Aladdin. I liked our Jasmine. Um you know, they didn't like knock my socks off or anything like that, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed uh, their performances. But what about you? I am shocked to hear you say that about our Aladdin. Really? Because, um, although he is 
nice to look at. Uh, I don't think I, I, I honestly could not take him seriously at all. And I thought he was probably one of the worst things about the film. Fair. Uh, I, like, I mean, obviously I disagree. I didn't have a problem like, with him at all. Just easily one of the worst, like, lead acting jobs in a big budget movie that I'd ever seen. I mean, I, there's one scene when he's overacting and he's trying to be a bad actor. And I was like, there's not much of a difference here. I mean, I don't think he was overacting, but just there was no difference in like, okay, well now he's acting and we're supposed to take him seriously. And now he's acting and we're supposed to not take him seriously. There was no difference in terms of campiness. And he just like, uh, I, I was like, just just look at him. Just look at his face. Appreciate that he's very good looking. And it ends there. Like, don't try to. It was almost like between. I, I mean, Naomi Scott, like her acting was her acting was fine. I feel bad kind of about how they took um, Jasmine's character, like the direction that they took her character in. But um but it was almost like anytime Will Smith wasn't on the screen, I was like, all right, I guess we have to get back to the main plot, whatever, you know, like the lead, the two leads. I didn't feel like they had any, well, I, obviously I'm launching into negatives. Um, <laughs> um, Maybe I should take over for positives just in general, just because I'm more <laughs> inherently positive about this movie. Like, I, yeah, I, I don't I, know. It was, I mean, it was really colorful. And even though I wasn't crazy about the music production, Mm -hmm. visually it visually it was very it was visually i don't want to say arresting but like very fun to watch because it's very colorful there's a lot of choreography there's a lot of you know very interesting imagery so it definitely wasn't like you know you're sitting there and you're bored it's it's a beautiful movie in terms of you know what you're watching so well, that was that was definitely one of the reasons that i wasn't having a bad time well yeah and i mean guy ritchie has a very i i would i think it's fair to say guy ritchie has a very distinct style and i was nervous going into this movie about guy ritchie's style in this but I, honestly like i think it works really well for this movie it's, he's got a very energetic style and um the, just with just the way he puts together movies and i think it really works with um just this, the source material here and what they wanted to do with this story, all of it. I, I, I think I was pleasantly surprised by that element to it. Um, to real quick touch on Aladdin one more time here, uh, to spin it in a more positive direction. I, I don't know. Like, I think his performance worked in the sense that he, he has a lot of innocence to him. And maybe you can say that's like, you know, I don't know. Not great act. I don't know. I, I, I took it as, like, he's playing this as a very, like, uh, kind of innocent, naive character. And I really, I don't know. I dug it. I, I, I was kind of drawn to him as a personality on the screen. And I, I think it worked in that sense. Um, but, yeah. And they don't have, like, the greatest chemistry in the world. And I guess that's, like, a fair complaint. But, um I actually, and, and uh, to push back on another point you made, which, you know, you're just going to make the opposite point of negatives, which is fascinating. Um, I actually like the direction they took Jasmine's character. Um, I thought that it, it kind of makes sense. with It didn't, like, break the what her character should be and what her character was. It kind of was an extension to it. I think it was a natural progression of, you know, what that character would want and what that character would do. Um, 
but yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I, I, I don't know. Do you got, do you want to have any more positives that you do want to say before we move it on and let you fly on negatives? No. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Let's let, it, mean, let it rip, Brianna. Uh, <laughs> Unless you have say, a question, yeah. Noah. Yeah. No, did you I'm, have any, did you have any questions or anything that you wanted to add to this discussion? Actually, I, I kind of did, but I mean, I think it'd be a good segue into the, into the negative. Sure. Um, Go for it. First, I guess I didn't know Guy Ritchie uh, directed this and that actually kind of gets me a little bit excited because I love Sherlock Holmes, uh, loved uh, The Man from Uncle. I think those are really good movies and uh, his kind of energy makes me a bit more I'm inclined to to see it and they, sort of his. They didn't uh, really put Guy Ritchie's name all over this, which is fascinating they, um, from no, a marketing but they standpoint. Did, they did give him pretty prominent billing at the first. I mean, Agreed. I remember, I remember when that when this movie first was announced, I was like, oh my gosh, they're remaking Aladdin, and Guy Ritchie's directing. And then I completely <laughs> forgot about it until I sat down to watch the movie, and they were like, <laughs> Aladdin. I think a lot Guy of that. Ritchie. I was like, "Oh my gosh, right!" A lot of that Guy has Ritchie. to do with the uh, uh, what was that flop from two years ago or whatever it was? Uh, oh, the rock uh, King Arthur. Uh, King, Arthur. Uh, King yeah. Arthur. That's yeah. Jackie Which Go. I had fun with that movie, but it was not great. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So I think that was uh, a huge element to their marketing strategy. It's like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't plaster his name all well, over this. I mean, I think that if you're gonna go see, if you see that they're making an Aladdin remake, Guy Ritchie. I don't think the director's name is going to push you in one direction or the other. It's kind of a movie that you want to see or you don't. Yeah, maybe. Aladdin is just because of just because they're not. I don't think they're they're pulling on Guy Ritchie's. They would have pulled on Guy Ritchie's name a whole lot. I mean, the you would main, think maybe like the director of Sherlock Holmes. Like I don't know, maybe. Yeah, but I don't. Well, I mean, I, I guess they they might want it to be more like. I mean, not lean it in like this is a Disney thing. Yeah. So they might not want to associate it with films that he's made for, with other studios. So That's they're true. just like, you know, you know, they're like, yeah, this is a, Ooh, a this Disney movie film. Made way I mean, more money than I was thinking it did. Holy oh my crap. god! Yeah, it did. the only time I think <laughs> that they ever highlighted the name of the director with a live action Disney remake was Tim Burton. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's true. The only other time, because like the rest of it, I don't know who directed, who who did Cinderella, who did um, Beauty and the Beast. Cinderella oh, I forgot was. About Cinderella. Cinderella was. Oh, oh, I'm blanking on his Oops. name. It's uh, isn't it the director of like the first Thor? I can't remember his name. Kenneth Branagh. Yes. Kenneth yes. Branagh. Okay, there you go. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm pretty sure that's him. I could be wrong. Um, that sounds correct. I believe that's the director of the first Thor. Yeah, so... It is. Yeah, so um, that's, like, they don't really have name... Do they have name directors on all of these? I, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, it's it's I just the, the marketing of it is a fascinating thing. But let's get into negatives. We've got enough track. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> Brianna, yeah. take it uh, away. <laughs> wait, no, did you have anything oh, else? Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, I guess this would have gone to the negatives. My, I mean, so when uh, discussing the idea of, like, the live-action Disney remake, I think... On paper, the movie that works best that I think I'd be most interested on, like, the spectrum from, like, you know, Dumbo being the least <laughs> to, like, <laughs> I don't know, to actually probably, like, Dumbo or Jungle Book. Those could have gone either way, both of them. But Jungle Book ended up being pretty good and Dumbo not so much. But uh, Aladdin seems pretty okay Agreed. with the exception on, on paper, it, with the exception of the genie. And I guess we have discussed yeah. – um, Will Smith and how he definitely works, but I'm wondering, 
is there anything else that this movie is is lacking or is failing to make up from by not having access to really really talented and uh, good animation? A compelling Absolutely. villain. <clears throat> okay, there you go. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, it. that's it. That's that's exactly what I thought he was gonna the the, the actor he was gonna complain <laughs> Yikes. Um, <laughs> I mean, Brianna, I don't want to like steal your thunder on the negatives here, but oh my gosh, like I don't. Go ahead. Yeah, like if, you know, if I was like super confident about one thing or not like confident, but like at least like optimistic about one thing, it was being the genie. If I was like nervous about one thing, it was Jafar. And oh my gosh, it was confirmed for me. Oh, yikes. I, I just, he's not like, I don't think the performance was terrible necessarily, but I just, I think he's terribly miscast to be honest. Like, he just was not compelling. He wasn't intimidating. Like, there was just nothing there for me to grasp onto. And I just found him wholly uninteresting as a villain. Um, yeah, I, I just think it's a miscasting issue. But, uh, Brianna, what about you? Are you as annoyed as I am? I, I mean, I didn't find anyone in this movie particularly well cast except for Will Smith, now that I've seen it. So, I... It's kind of one. It's kind of like my complaint. My complaints regarding Jafar are like a drop in the bucket. <laughs> Fair enough. He's <laughs> like one of many problems that I saw. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I mean, I already kind of explained my whole problem with Aladdin. <laughs> um, Naomi Scott, like I said, was fine, but I didn't. Uh, I mean, I guess you're 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 right in saying that it's the natural. Like, if they're gonna do anything differently, it makes sense that they would do her character how differently the way that they did. And so I, I can't rightly complain. I thought at the beginning they were kind of taking the same direction as the original, which is why when they compounded other arcs onto that, I was like, okay, it's kind of feels like they're shoehorning something in. But they did develop the new direction a little better. Um, than I was anticipating, but uh, I just the, when you have like a competent actor, and then you have uh, complete, just uh, I did not interpret Aladdin's performance as like innocence. Mm -hmm. I kind of uh, interpreted it as well. What the phrase that comes to mind is like high school play, like just does not care. And is literally just reading lines. I, I did not read it as this awful. It's like I, I we just like took in that performance completely differently, and that's yes. fine. Uh. And it's it's but I, I it was I, I don't understand like I, I it's it is so strange how differently we interpreted. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> how differently we interpreted that because I, I know I'm excited to hear what you have to say when you go see it. Because I feel like that's going to be like the determining factor of like, no, actually it was good. And I, and I know that I'm in the minority. I know that this movie actually is doing pretty well, obviously financially, but like critically, even it's doing all right. So yeah, it's doing okay. Like it's kind of middle of the road. The Twitter reaction seems to be a lot more positive than the actual, like, if you want to go by the tomato meter or whatever. Um, but yeah. Um. And I thought the effects were also pretty bad at some points. Um, there were some very particular rough points, but overall I thought it was fine. <laughs> like, when it was bad, it was very noticeable. But 
in, in, there were mo- the, like overall like I didn't have too many problems with it. It's just like there are particular moments where you're just like you you. You're like okay okay okay, <laughs> that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> um. And uh, I mean, I just did not. I didn't like any of the reinterpretations of the music. Maybe that's because this music. Uh, I don't know. It the whole thing. On the whole, the movie felt very soulless. Hmm. It felt very like shiny veneer, you know, colorful trappings, but like nothing on the inside. That's the entire vibe that I got. I had a very cynical, I felt this movie was very cynical. Um, And so uh, I know that I'm very sensitive in that direction. So I don't know if everyone will get that vibe. Um... But I feel like it. Maybe that's because maybe that's why I liked Will Smith so much. Just because I, he tends to come across as so genuine all the time mm-hmm. that it felt like he was the one genuine thing. Like he was the only one on the set that cared about doing something that was halfway decent and original and fun. Um, so you know, uh, I just all it made me want to do is watch the original, like. And I know that you're not supposed to compare them, and I didn't want to compare them, but when there's literally singing songs that are directly from the original, it's hard not to compare, like, the musical production aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I also didn't think that Aladdin can sing very well, which is a big thing for me. I'm like, if you're going to remake a musical, you have to get decent singing. Like I said, Naomi Scott, she she, you know, as long as... Uh, she did fine she did great you know um but i had big problems with aladdin (laughs) and that's like and honestly you're right that is completely like that is the crux of like this whole issue is like if you enjoyed the lead performance of like it's the titular character right so if you didn't like his performance then of course you're not going to overall enjoy the movie so yeah, I, it's. I am curious. Also, no, you said you're gonna see this movie, and I'm curious to see how you take that in as well. Now you have to. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I definitely have to. I don't yeah. know. I could see it with my sister just for the meme of it, but <laughs> just for the meme. Of see, it. I oh saw it with my gosh. family too, and my my sister was like dying laughing the entire time. She enjoyed it. Um, and honestly, I think that's maybe that's part of an element of it too. Like you always like. I think a lot of parents say that as well. Like they enjoy movies when their kids are enjoying them. Like yeah, it's that's there's an element to that as well um you the theater experience plays a part in it um and this is definitely a clout or a crowd pleaser type movie um you know so it's interesting interesting um anything else brianna before we wrap up this review and say goodbye to you not really i i mean well uh i i think i came to a conclusion that I came to the conclusion as I was watching this movie last night that I enjoy Disney remakes, um, but I I enjoy them in the same way that I also enjoy like laughing at my family members' faces when they're distorted through Snapchat filters. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, it's so funny to see you like that. And then, you know, obviously the picture goes away and we still have the original and everything's fine. Yeah. Um, I enjoy seeing the different version, but I also just love seeing how, like, 
the changes that come and I have no investment in the final product of, you know, so it's such a strange dichotomy, but ultimately I feel like there are some things that just shouldn't be messed with. Like these movies were animated for a reason. I got so this is gonna this is gonna sound this is such a weird thing to note, um, but for some reason it jumped out at me. I got so uncomfortable every time Jafar rubbed a lamp. (laughs) It is so. It's so prominent. It's so prominent that I was like, okay, this is definitely a phallic metaphor. And it's so, (laughs) and I never got that from the original. And this is why things should just stay animated. (laughs) There's some creepy stuff in the original movie. I mean, like Jafar is like a 40 year old man in the original movie, like hitting on this like teenager uh, in in Jasmine. Like there's some questionable material in that movie. I know, but Um, imagine. Imagine how much worse it would have been if they carried that over. Spoilers, they don't go in that direction, thank God. Not really. No, they don't. Wait, Jafar isn't even, like, he's not even about trying to marry Jasmine for the night of the power? He does. Kind of. Like, yeah, but it's not, it's it's different. It's brought up, but it's not a driving factor in his motivation. Yes. Okay, do they highlight it in any way? Do they, like, make poke fun at that idea? Not really, no. Okay. They avoided no, it. To be honest, it's relevant to it's relevant to the story, but it's not um, something that they take lightly, and it's also not something that's like it's not a main driving factor. Yeah. in the plot, which it's I, more like a person. It's more like a personal thing, which was like probably a good decision. <laughs> like, uh, it was definitely a good yeah. decision. <laughs> so. I um, mean, they did, uh, yeah, they did that, uh, I think, yeah, anyway, I don't need to go into that. <laughs> no, but yeah, let's, let's move on. All right, um, let's, give me your final thoughts and rate this movie, Brian. Oh, man. Um, just, wa- just watch the original, and then watch Hitch, <laughs> and, then you, and then you've got all the best parts about this movie. Jeez. I did actually, I, I did turn Hitch, to, I, said. and then watch Hitch. Oh, yeah. I said, <laughs> That's basically what it becomes. It becomes Disney's hitch eventually. And so, I, I, I mean, I'm going to be pretty brutal. I had and, a feeling. And I'm going to and I'm gonna give it a three. Woo! Oh, my God. <laughs> Out of ten. Wow. Okay. Um, but, I mean, that's... yeah. I mean, I reserve, yeah. So, that's like... That's like the low end of a movie that I think yeah. is is really bad. But that's where do you think, think that... it ranks in terms of other Disney live action? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, well, that's a that's another complicated discussion to have. But I, I didn't see Dumbo. It's not um, good. Fair enough. So... Yeah, you don't need oh, to. It's fine. The first one, yeah. And it's been uh, it's been a long time since I've seen the rest of them but i i mean uh, it's definitely worse than beauty and the beast okay. by far which is saying a lot because i was pretty disappointed i totally disagree well. <laughs> um, oh okay all right uh, well i wasn't i didn't think it was a bad movie i just was disappointed um, see, i'm though. more i'm more negative on beauty and the beast but yeah fair enough yeah all right, all right. <laughs> it's a conversation for another day yes. i guess <laughs> <laughs> we want to talk about problems with lead performances. We can get into that one day. Um, but yeah. Well, awesome. yeah, but, uh, you know, uh, they, they had her do way more singing than Aladdin does in this movie, and she can't sing. Yeah, that we can agree on. So, 
All right. Um, um, my rating is going to be very different. Uh, this is going to be like <laughs> Ozzy and Brianna levels of disagreeing. Um, yeah, I'm giving this movie like a 7.3. I really enjoyed this movie. Um, I, I don't know. Like, to me, this is... To me, like if we're counting like wins for for Disney's live action uh, remake department, uh, this I count as a win um, for sure. Uh, I think the production value on this is incredible. It's just it's a it's really visually, I think, stunning. And then the energy of it all, the it's just really fun. I I had a good time watching this movie, and to me, at the end of the day, it's like if you enjoyed your time in the theater, like sometimes like that's good enough. And yes, there you know it's not perfect. I have major problems with the villain, um, but on the whole, I enjoyed this movie. So um, yeah, that's what I got. Um, but yeah, Brianna. I think that's going to wrap it up for uh, you on this episode. <laughs> Thank you for joining us and uh, providing a little uh, pushback against me. I always enjoy that, <laughs> the different perspective. Um, <laughs> Brianna, I'm going to ask you anyway. I know you hate it, but no! uh, where can people find you on social media? <laughs> Don't look for me on social media. She's invisible. <laughs> She's a ghost. I'm, I'm off the grid. Um, if you search for... Uh, Breathe the critique pretty much anywhere. You'll probably find me. All right. Um, and we'll definitely... How about this? The next time we have you on, we will 100% get your thoughts on Game of Thrones as someone who took it all in, in a rapid at a rapid pace, like right before oh, the last yeah. season. Yeah. I think your perspective Literally. is very unique and uh, very could be very interesting. So I really want to get that from you next time we have you on. We'll dedicate a segment to that. Um, but yeah, Glad so uh, I, I think that'll be great. So again, thank you for, for, thank you for joining us, Brianna. Uh, we'll see you again soon. Yeah, it's been fun. All right, well, now we're going to move on to Booksmart, and this is the movie that Noah saw along with myself. Mm -hmm. And this time, I think we're going to be more on the same page than on the last yes. review. Um, yes, we are. This movie surprised me. I, I really didn't know what to expect going into this. I knew Olivia Wilde was directing, and I was kind of fascinated by that, uh, her being a first-time director and all. Um and I think I had seen a trailer. I'm pretty sure I had seen at least one trailer. But other than that, like, I really, like, had no expectations going into this. Uh, not positive, not negative. And this movie kind of surprised me. I was dying laughing at once in this movie. Like, this is <laughs> yeah. one of the funniest movies I've seen. I mean, last year wasn't a great year for comedy. So, like, maybe it's not saying too much. But this is one of the funniest movies of the past couple of years. I really, really enjoyed watching this movie. Yeah. What about oh, you? Yeah. Uh, I had an excellent time. I mean, it was just uh, uh, it's, it's so packed with with like style, and there's just so much substance. And the characters, the main characters, have so much chemistry that it's just Agreed. it's impossible to not start like laughing at every joke. And they hit you with so many jokes. It's, it's just it's it's a really like packed and um, well uh, timed from a comedic perspective uh, a film. It's yeah, yeah. It's a, Pleasant surprise. Yeah. Uh, to give a, before we get into positives, to give a brief, like, synopsis of what this movie actually is, because it is a very uh, unknown movie, uh, especially judging by, unfortunately, the box office. Um, mm. This 
movie is about basically these two girls, best friends, that are about to graduate high school, and they've both spent their basically entire high school making sure they get good grades, get into the schools that they wanted to, and just focus on school. Not spend too much time on other things. You know, they have, they're friends with each other. They have good times. And eventually, like, over the course of this movie, they decide, hey, maybe we should, you know, enjoy our last days of high school and maybe have a party um, <laughs> or go to a party at least. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a coming-of-age story. Uh, it's a comedy. It's very rated R. <laughs> very rated R. So that is uh, <laughs> important to note. Um, well, but, it's not, I mean, for language and subject matter, but I mean, you know, yeah, yeah. no nudity. Well, I, yes, I, I, I know. I just, I always like tend to, I always tend to assume that people are more sensitive than they are and just, you know, make sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, you know, I, I don't want to like send somebody to a movie and then, then be like, that movie was, blah, blah, blah. and I'm just like, oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> I didn't like warn you, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I... This movie is so funny. It really is. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think let's get into positives. You, you mentioned it. They, they're kind of chemistry together. I That's, you know, this kind of movie, you have to have that. Like, if, if you oh, don't yeah. buy your two lead characters and their relationship together as friends, then the entire movie falls apart, no matter how many funny moments you have. And I completely buy it. I'm on the, definitely on the same page with you. They are great Individually and together, especially in this movie. And it's not even like that they're like uh, so like completely dependent on each other. Because I think they both have really good arcs in this movie. Um, mm-hmm. in yeah, of, that's definitely, yeah. Yeah, in and of themselves. So like I just, really great uh, two lead characters. Um, but yeah, what, yeah, what other positives do you have? You were just saying, like, the main characters have arcs, and arcs aren't necessarily something you, you think about, I guess, with, with comedies. Comedies are more, I mean, your traditional comedy is more just kind of like, it's like a playground for them to put jokes in. Yeah. But this movie does have a genuinely well, uh, well-written and very tight construction. Characters are, are, there's a bit of setup, and there's lots of characters who show up in the beginning, who then have uh, who, who come around towards the end, and lots of characters change, and it's it's a very uh, surprisingly thoughtful movie. I almost thought I was like I was surprised it wasn't an A twenty four movie. Honestly, I mean it, it is that it shares a, an actress um, Molly Molly's in Lady Bird, which mm-hmm. kind of made that connection. But it's kind of it's also the font. The font of the movie is the same font they use for A twenty four. I don't know. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's just kind of funny, but um. Yeah, I, we can We can just talk about how funny it is. Yeah, exactly. That's true. <laughs> it's, it's um, just like, a really funny. Yeah, movie. without getting into too many like scenes and stuff, it's it's can be kind of difficult. And as yeah. I always say with comedies, like it's it's the most subjective genre there is in mm-hmm. film, in my opinion. So like it's really hard when, you know, I can think this is hilarious, but there could be somebody who goes in and thinks like, that was really stupid. And, you know, that's yeah. just, it's hard. Um, but oh, another thing, yeah, go for the, it. uh, sorry, the, um, the costumes and, and, and wardrobe design was also really good. I don't know. That's kind of a minor thing, but these kids dressed like high schoolers, like, yeah. like they're all, um, like specifically 
this decade of high schoolers, like they had very trendy clothing. Yeah. I don't know. It's just something that I noticed. They didn't wear just like, I don't know, a white t-shirt or whatever they wore. Yeah. High school. Well, this movie, it's so well put together. And that's why I want to, we have to take a minute to praise Olivia Wilde here. Like, I mean, yes, the script has a lot to do with this. Like, I think this is a very well-written movie. Um, She didn't write it, did she? That would be crazy. Uh, no, uh, she did not write it. Uh, she did not write it. That was uh, a bunch of other people. Four Susanna writers. Fogel. Yeah, four yeah. writers listed on this. Um, but Olivia Wilde, like, she directs the hell out of this movie. She's, like, honestly, I think it's really, really smooth. It's it, it just, it flows really well. And then, like you said, like, there's a lot of other elements that uh, kind of make this world, this kind of reality that we're living in in this movie feel very real feel lived in feel like it just feels so naturalistic in that sense like i completely agree with you um in turn and the you know the wardrobe is one element of that um but i want to talk about some other characters as well uh i think (laughs) the standout side character is billy lord uh she 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 plays oh what's her name uh um mandy mandy maybe no wait hold on Gigi. Gigi. She plays Gigi. And it's like, she is like the, uh, you know, in a a comedy, she's like the comedic relief. Like, you you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, she's the out there character (laughs) who's like, you know, this is the one completely like unrealistic, insane character, but it doesn't matter because she's so funny. Like, I... (laughs) Like, she's just, she's essentially a plot device. Like, if we're being honest, like, in terms of writing, she's just, like, she's a plot device. Like, they wrote her in, like, she just appears, and she, like, does things that are ridiculous, and it's just, like, it's, like, <laughs> they, they, this I is mean, just to move totally the plot work. forward, but it's hilarious, and it completely yeah. works. Um, so, yeah, I, I think uh, Billy Lord is definitely the standout in that sense. Um, what's, uh, what's another side character that stood out to you, though? Um... I don't, this is going to sound mean, or it's not going to sound mean, it's going to sound insensitive because I don't remember the, the two names, but there's a pair of gay gentlemen who just killed me the whole movie. They were just so funny. Right. Whenever yeah. they appeared on screen, they were just so, so out. Uh, it's, it's George and Alan. Yeah. Those are the names of the characters, and Austin, Crute, and Noah. Hey, Noah, Noah Galvin. <laughs> um, and they're hilarious. Like, they're overacting. Um, I, I I just it, it it killed me every time. Yeah, and they're like, they're like the theater to... students. It's like it's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So that that's a that's a great uh, pull there. Um, yeah. One character that surprised me when he when I first uh, when we first get introduced to him, um, I was um, like, oh, I'm not sure if I'm gonna like this character. It just felt a little like okay, like I don't know. He was a little much. But I think that was like kind of the point with this character, and I ended up really liking the direction they went with him. And that's uh, the character of Jared. Uh, he's yeah. basically this character who he's really, really his family at least is really, really rich, and he tries really, really hard to get people to like him. And mm-hmm. I think you know that that reaction I had when I first when we first meet him is kind of the reaction that everyone has in the movie, in the context of the movie. So I think it works on that, on that level. And then of course we do grow to like kind of sympathize with him. And, and I enjoyed his arc as well in this movie. Um, so I, I think he's uh, someone to mention there. Also, um, yeah. Uh, do you have anything else in particular you want to talk about positive wise before we move on? 
Right, so I mentioned this before we started recording, but they play a song that I really like. <laughs> <Yeah>. They play <laughs> Got to mention. Is, uh, my favorite, my favorite artist, uh, Anderson Pack. They play comes out of nowhere, but it's like my favorite song by him, and it's off of one of his older albums, uh, "Come Down." And it comes when when they're at the pizza place. I don't know if you recognize mm-hmm. it, but that that song changed. I was like, I was just, I, it was just one of those moments. I was like, yes, yes, awesome. And I was just like, they're, they're, I don't, whatever. It's not important at all. I mean, it, it speaks to the soundtrack. The soundtrack's pretty good. Yeah. For this oh, soundtrack's really good. Really yeah. good use of music. They do, um, they're like, I mean, they're almost like uh, tiny little bite-sized jokes, but in, it's almost like the way that um, Edgar Wright might use the, the film mm-hmm. to make a joke. Uh, like, they'll set it up, and then it'll cut to something, and the way it's framed is like, a joke like I, I i can't really describe it they'll either do it in slow motion or they'll do it like uh, they'll do some sort of camera trick where they rack the focus and um zoom in or zoom out or something like that and uh it's it's it that that, that stuff's really good and they'll always have good music to go with that so yeah. also in addition to being well written it is also really well um directed and shot oh yeah you know definitely yeah composed the shots are composed very well yeah all right, well, let's uh, move on to negatives. Uh, Noah, what do you got for negatives? Um, it's Honestly, it's not really a negative. It's all, it could be a positive, depending on how you look at okay. it. But I feel <laughs> as though this movie might uh, be become a bit dated as the years go by. Mm-hmm. I see it as I think it will become a cult classic um, Agreed. In, in certain ways. But I think, you know, I dated in the way that I think it will be it's especially tied to the now to what people feel like to these days and how teenagers act uh in the year 2019 and so i think in um you know in 30 years when people are looking up or like old movies to watch that like remind them of a certain era like people do for the 80s right now i think this is a really good example of that type of movie like we go back and we watch i don't know um High school movies like that, the Breakfast Club or something like yeah. that. That that's it's very much in the vein of like, this is our Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. you know, which is yeah. pretty special. But oh, definitely, yeah. So, but yeah, that I mean that is something to something to note. Definitely, um, I, I honestly like it's really hard to come up with too many negatives here. I, I there were just some like minor like plot things that were just like uh, this is a little convenient and stuff like that that kind of bothered me while I was watching it like even like the whole setup for like the main their like main motivation or at least mm-hmm. our main character's main motivation uh, yeah. was a little contrived like it's like I don't know it didn't quite work for me but it's like it's enough to like where you just kind of roll with it and accept that this is how we're going to get into like the <laughs> the plot of this movie um yeah. but it kind of was a little it felt a little off to me but again this is these are minor complaints like this is not <laughs> these are not big things that ruin the movie on, on any yeah, level no. um oh. and then also in like the big like quote unquote like dramatic moment of the movie i guess um it's one of those situations where it relies on a character not telling another character or something that you could easily tell them and just like yeah. it solves the issue. It's just like, yeah, again, th- again, this is just a minor like plot thing that it's just like, okay, you're just, this is convenient because like this is how we want the story to go. But again, it's fine. Like the movie's hilarious. The characters are very, very, uh, they feel very genuine and it doesn't 
really matter at the end of the day. It's just something to note when we're talking about negatives, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but yeah, do There's you have also, anything else? Um, yeah, uh, it's it's not really. There's one joke that I think went on for a bit too long. I can't give away the premise behind the joke, but there is a a premise. I feel like you might know what you're talking about where they they divert in their cinematic style uh, for for a joke. I can't. Yes, I'm trying to describe. I know, I'm trying yeah. to. You know what you're talking about. <laughs> I know exactly. It what went you're on talking. for a bit long, and it actually, it honestly, it set up a joke that I thought they were going to make, but they didn't mm-hmm. and it kind of just ended and I, I was like okay that's fine but it's just a little bit too long and that was about it yeah it was know. a little jarring it was definitely a little jarring and it takes yeah, it, was, yeah. <laughs> it, t- it, it does jarring. it does go a little long I, I agree with you there um but the fact that we're getting so very specific with our negatives <laughs> yeah this should one speak volumes <laughs> comedy <laughs> should speak volumes to the quality of this movie and should maybe give hints as to where we're going with the rating for this movie, uh, which we should get to now. Um, I mean, I have a feeling I'm going to be maybe a little higher than you. I I don't know. (laughs) But I'm... Let's say our reviews at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) What? Okay, That's not not good podcasting. No, that's fine. Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah, I'm giving this a 9.1. Oh okay. Well, yes, you are higher than me. Um, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna give it a nine. Oh okay. So we're we're in the same range. It's fine. yeah. All right. <laughs> you know we're we're fine. We're, that that <laughs> I wouldn't even qualify myself as higher than you. Like technically, yeah, sure. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, but yeah, it's uh, man, this movie. I I really enjoyed it, and I hope more people go to see it. This is one of the, this is gonna be one of those movies that like I feel like this, you know, because Ozzy didn't get to see much this weekend because he wasn't feeling well and stuff like that. This is gonna be one of those movies where I'm like, Ozzy, please go see this movie. Ozzy, please go see this movie. Ozzy, please go see this. Movie. And he's not gonna see it. And then by the end of the year, like it'll get randomly nominated for something. I'll be like, man, I didn't see that. I'm like, huh, I wonder why. <laughs> um. Honestly, I I'd, I'd love for it to get nominated, but I don't think it yeah, would and not like, with the box office especially no and we're, and, and and also, we're early in the year too like yeah yeah and and also like i couldn't help but compare it to ladybird and ladybird had ladybird's um, just better but <laughs> ladybird is just better but ladybird also had an appeal to older audiences Agreed. specifically like mothers because it was a story about like a mother and daughter mm-hmm. or this it's just high school friends there's no notable adult characters and even them they act like they still act kind of like children Definitely. or at least act like and they get along perfectly it's yeah. <laughs> there's one character so, in particular who very much acts in questionable manner <laughs> um, as an adult um well, uh, she she ids him first you know <laughs> <laughs> it's questionable it's still like morally you're legally even you're in a questionable uh, area there um but yeah it's um I agree with you. And it is hard, even, like, we don't see too many rated R comedies kind of uh, get that many accolades. Like, it happens sometimes, uh, Mm -hmm. but not, it's not super frequent. Um, And and I think that speaks to a larger, like, Academy issue uh, with the genre films. Uh, I still resent them for not respecting the witch more. Um, Mm -hmm. Speaking of which, uh, real quick, before we move on to uh, the last movie... (laughs) I am so excited that uh, Roger Eggers is directing another movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's The Lighthouse, isn't it? Yes. And with Robert Pattinson, too. Robert Pattinson. I am um, so hyped. Let's go. (laughs) 
I've been waiting for this man to make a movie for years. Let's go. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm so excited. You know, it's actually really funny. Um, I get told, for those audio listeners who don't know what I look like, I've been told by so many people that I look like Robert Pattinson. <laughs> really? So, I, yeah. That's interesting. No, it's, it's constant. Like, I've, I, I can I count. I like, can kind of see it. I like guess. a week and a half ago, someone told me, and then, <laughs> and then he gets like cast as Batman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I'm like, that's why I'm excited. <laughs> like, I was like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, man, uh, it's unfortunate we never really got to dive into that Batman casting because I feel like Ozzy w- was would have been fired up about that. Um, but yeah. <laughs> um, all right, well, let's move on. Um, speaking of superheroes, I guess or. Super villains? Question mark? Brightburn? <laughs> um, Brightburn. Ooh, um, I was very much looking forward to this movie, and at the end of the day, I think it's really good. I don't think it's great, which I was hoping it'd be great, but I do think it's a really good movie. Um, and even though like I didn't like love it as much as I really wanted to. Like, I was super rooting for this movie this weekend because I want this movie to do well and to get, like, some sort of sequel because it does sell, it does lend itself to a larger universe. Like, you could play on so many different things here. They, they, they leave so many, like, uh, hints of more stuff that could, that could come out of this. And I really still hope that we get more of it, but uh, based on how this movie is performing, probably not. Um, and that's unfortunate, but to get into, uh, this movie in particular, um, if you don't know what this is about, imagine, (sighs) imagine Superman, essentially like Superman's origin story, but the kid turns out to be like, essentially like the devil, like he's evil. Um, that's, that's the plot of this movie. (laughs) Um, and boy, is this movie like it. It is super dark, and it is super, like, I, I don't want to say it's, like, super gory, and you know, anybody who's listened to this podcast for uh, a, a length of time will know that I, gore is not my thing in movies, like, at all. Like, some people get bothered by uh, excessive nudity. Some people get bothered by excessive language. For me, it's gore. Like, I, I, don't, I don't need all that. Like, it just it kind of gets under my skin. Not a huge fan. Um but it's not, like, frequent in this movie. But my, the problem is, it's, like, when the movie does get gory, it gets nasty. This movie is, like, good lord. Uh, there's some disgusting scenes. Like, I could, you could hear people cringing, like, squirming in their seats in the theater uh, just when some of these things were happening on the screen. Oh, gosh. Uh, I just I have to mention that because, man, it got them under my skin. Um, but... Yeah, this movie, I think, um, I have to start with uh, Elizabeth Banks because she gives a great performance as uh, she plays as the, the mom, um, essentially, uh, the adoptive mom of this, um, of our Superman character, <laughs> roughly. Um, and I think she gives, she just gives an awesome performance. Like, she has uh, moments where she's really, really vulnerable and she's really, like, you just see how much like what is happening is just breaks her heart and she she 
defends her son till the very, like, she defends him and says, this is not him. He can be better for as long as she possibly can. And I'm sorry, like, this might sound like I'm spoiling stuff in the movie, but, uh, like, based on the plot, you know what's going to happen in this movie, okay? Like, I don't, there's not too much to spoil. Like, it's, (laughs) you kind of know the direction things are going in this movie (laughs) when I tell you what (laughs) is, what the the movie's even about. Um, But, yeah, I, I just think she just, kills it in this movie. She's by far, she gives by far the best performance in the movie. Um, uh, David Denman uh, plays the the dad, and I think he, he does really well. Um, I, I think some, some of the writing for his character feels a little off, but overall, I think uh, his performance is solid, and it's not the issue. Um, our kid, I think he's, I, he didn't, blow me away but I think with what he's asked to do he is he's good I I think um you know you're not going to come away as like oh man that was a great like child performance in a movie or you know I guess he's not technically a child like it's he's an early teen whatever but you know it's he's fine Uh, he's not asked to do too much he wears a mask for portions of this movie so it doesn't matter anyway um yeah I I think he's um he's passable in this movie and then as we get into just the overall feel of this movie, it's there are some great moments of suspense. Like for as as much as like some of the you know build up and the in between moments are kind of cheesy, and there there I think there's some development with these characters that are feel very rushed, and and development within the story that feels very rushed. But when we get to the sequences of horror, because this. <laughs> do not get me get me this is a horror movie when we get to the horror sequences the the movie just sings like it is so suspenseful it is so tense you're kind of on the edge of your seat and i i just i think it really works on that level of like especially given the fact that a lot of these characters know this person and they know this I mean he's a he's a kid he's like I think they say in the movie he's 12 years old if I'm not mistaken um like they know this 12 year old kid and when these things start to happen and when they slowly start to realize what's going on the terror and the heartbreak in that's layered within these tense and suspenseful scenes it really works and it just uh, I, I do think that the horror and suspense sequences uh, are the strength of this movie, uh, aside from Elizabeth Banks, who is also, you could argue, is the strength of this movie. Um, but yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed my time watching this movie, despite the very uh, cringy, gory sequences um, that you know uh, I have problems with. But yeah, I, I had a good time watching this movie, as much as, you know, I know some people would say, you had a good time watching this movie? Oh. I mean, I know some people don't like horror movies, so maybe you won't have a good time watching this movie, but uh, as someone who does enjoy horror movies, I had a good time watching this movie. Um, but is this something you were interested in, Noah? Uh, it kind of is now. Uh, I'm always a fan. I mean, honestly, just one thing, I'm always a fan of going and seeing movies with mixed reviews because I want to be able to, I don't want to have to like, I don't want to agree with everyone. I don't want to be the one guy disagreeing. I'd love to like, find out what people didn't like about the movie. Mm-hmm. So I am intrigued having seen the reviews and having seen your opinion. I want to see what uh, what's what here. Um, but I guess I my 
the question is how does it like um it, it balances horror and superhero movies in in a way that's sort of how it was pitched to me i think in the trailers um kind of like it's like okay. it, i don't want to say too much but it's like an anti superhero like it's like a villain movie like almost like you're just it's hard to go into it without getting into like what the actual motivation and like you know stuff that okay. we start to get hinted at at the end of the movie um but yeah i i don't know like it's 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 a very unique movie it, it really is okay. um and that's i think part of the reason why i did enjoy my time watching it cuz i've never seen anything quite like it um so yeah it was it's a very interesting movie um the only thing i can think of is like Chronicle. That yeah. was the one sort of like anti superhero movie. Yeah, yeah. I that's that's fair. Um the the another movie I've that came to my mind, I don't know how good a comparison it necessarily is, but just because of the way I view this movie maybe is why it came, comes to my mind is something like Split because I've always viewed Split as like a super villain origin story. Um and I guess that's why it comes to mind for me, but I don't know how good a comparison that will be for most people. But, um, but yeah, it's fascinating to say the least. Um, I'm giving this movie. Uh, I'm giving this movie. A, I want to give it a seven. I want to. <laughs> uh, yeah, screw it. I'm giving it a seven. Like, I don't care. Oh, wow, that's <laughs> a bold. Okay. I'm giving right. it a seven. Like I, again, I I do think this is a good movie. I enjoyed my time watching uh this movie for what it's worth uh i do think it has legitimate problems i do have problems with kind of the way that the story progresses the way some of these characters make decisions like but that's you know okay classic but those would go in your pro in, in your cons list i don't think yeah they, yeah yeah, yeah. i really mean i kind of interweave them it, it always tends to be like that when i'm on my own um but yeah i that would definitely be on my negatives uh, list. Um, but, again, when when we get into, like, the actual, like, <laughs> sequences of the movie where, you know, the the, the horror, the, the suspense is happening, uh, I, I really do think it works. Um, so, yeah. All right. That's hmm. that's what I got. That's what we got. Uh, right, Brightburn. Maybe I'll see it. Brightburn, yeah, definitely. Um Two, we had we covered one movie that did surprisingly well, and two movies that unfortunately, very predictably, did not do well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, I, I hope people go see Booksmart. Man, that's such a good movie. Yeah, um, definitely. But I do kind of like its indie status. Like, yeah, well, yeah, as, a, as sort of a cult movie. I, I want them to make money. You know, I, I, it's you hard know. because you know. I I always like I tend to always want to go on these rants about like I I, I just get so annoyed when you see these pe- these uh, I'm trying to calm myself you see these people no, go off go off you see these idiots on the internet there we go you see these idiots on the internet who are like Hollywood doesn't make any original movies this is stupid <laughs> it's all it's all superhero movies it's all blah 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 they're all remakes <laughs> Aladdin and then it's like a smart Rated R comedy well, directed by, yeah. directed by a first time director that's very much an indie film comes out and nobody goes to see it and people are going to see Avengers Endgame for the fifth time seventh time <laughs> like and and then people will like stay home and watch The Office for the hundredth time and it's like oh, man. 
it drives me insane. And Ozzy's counterpoint is always, and I do think this is a very fair counterpoint, that sometimes people just, yes, these movies exist and we know they exist because we're in this like sphere, we're in this bubble, but a lot of people just don't know these movies exist. And I think Ozzy makes a very, that's a very fair point that he always brings up when I go on this rant. And, but that's why we're here. That's why I'm like doing this is to like be like, hey, go see good movies. You you want to also... complain? You want to complain about this? Then you know back up what you're saying with your wallet. That's like that's how you back it up. Just, There's also this sort of like this this idea of we want things to be original. Like I would love if you know it's like oh I'd love if Hollywood is original, but. I'm not ready to commit to a movie that I'm not sure I'll enjoy. Exactly. Like, and that's actually almost one of the best things about me starting to about me coming on this podcast is because like you said, go, go see book smart. And I didn't know anything about the movie. And I went and saw it and I loved it. So, you know, yeah. And like now I'm at a point where like, I, if I go to see a movie and I hate it, I still like loved having that experience because I've consumed something Yeah. and I've, I can then digest it and formulate an opinion and I also get to talk about it. But yeah, it's, it's a, it's a great, you know, go, go see a movie that you don't know anything about. Exactly. Just like, go do that. And, and this is why, you know, this, it branch off, branches off into so many other discussions about like, you know, how the movie go, the prices of movie tickets. Like I saw a matinee today for 10 bucks. Like, what are we doing? Why is that a matinee price? This is ridiculous. You know how much I paid for my ticket? How much? I was actually really surprised. I paid $5 for my oh ticket today. Gosh, I hate you. I went to an AMC diner. A AMC diner. What? I have no idea. I know. I was like, wait, five, $5. <laughs> and then I bought like $7 worth of French fries. But, you know, it's, it's all good. Well, that's how theaters make their money. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it's just like, and that's why it's, again, you know, we, I, this is why there's so, there's, you know, I know like, you know, the cliche is like, you have podcasts so you can complain about things. I don't want that to be the case. But honestly, like, there's so many, like, there's people on both sides that drive me insane with this, with this issue. It's like, yes, people need to, need to stop saying like that they want original movies if like, they're not going to go out and support them. And that's completely fair. But critics need to also stop, like, critics were so frustratingly against the idea of movie pass in general and it's just like why <laughs> that's how we get people to see movies like, when they don't have to pay ridiculous prices to go see every movie they're going to see more movies it just makes well, sense <laughs> i mean the premise of movie pass from the beginning was sketchy yes like, i agree like when i was when i heard about it like i was just like how are they making money i okay. mean i think we've talked about this before yes. but yeah. That is completely fair. They were a company that was destined to fail as soon as they made their ridiculous move to drop their prices to $10 a month, right? Mm -hmm. That was always going to happen. But the fact that there were people in the industry rooting for them to fail is what drives me insane. <laughs> because it's like, no, like you get to see press screenings. Like that's, I feel like people <laughs> live in a bubble with that. It's like the average person is not spending ten dollars they're not even spending though they're not even wanting to spend money on one ticket a week like can you and all the movies are like brightburn booksmart and aladdin came out this weekend and if people are saying that they're spending less than they're getting less than a ticket a week 
what are they going to get? Like, of course they're going to go see Aladdin because they can only get one. But if they have unlimited, then maybe they won't. It's like, of course, it's just like, it's so frustrating. It's like, because it, it makes the people who are like complaining that people don't go see independent movies look bad because it's like, well, you want us to go see independent movies, but then you're rooting for us to not be able to see them affordably. Like, it doesn't even make sense. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, and another thing I've been meaning to say this for a while, go like, for it. This is kind of a branch off, but I will defend to my death the theater going experience. This is kind of this is similar to what you were saying, but yeah. I like I see it all the time. Since we're just complaining oh, about yeah. things, no, that's fine. I see it all the time on like Reddit, where it's like I don't go to the movies anymore because I hate going with crowds and people are always standing up and they ruin my experience. And I just like I, I don't think I've ever had a bad experience at a movie theater. I, I don't know. I, that can't possibly be a unique experience because I see a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I've never, I, I've had like maybe one or two times where people are like getting up out of their seats, but like sitting in an audience and like in experiencing the film with a group of people is just so much more exciting to me than sitting at home. Yeah. Because like, when you're at home and you're watching Netflix, it's like there's a million other things that can distract you from what you can, what you're doing. When you're at a movie theater, you're watching that movie, and uh, and another thing, like I was when we were when I was at uh, watching Endgame, and also Infinity War. It's just the the crowd experience is is so much more yeah. fun to me. Like you know, it's a I mean, I'm experience. gonna see it. it. Really is, yeah. Yeah, it's it's just it's so much more fun it heightens every moment because like it's almost like yeah it's see, it's really fun i love movie theaters see i'm more i'm more of a grumpy movie goer like yeah i i mean in event movies like i kind of give it a give it somewhat of a pass like it's like yes in endgame like i know it's gonna happen so i just accept it it does get on my nerves like i i was so so like not looking forward <laughs> to like 25-year-old women openly weeping in the theater during Endgame. Like, I knew it was going to happen, but it was just, like, something I was just dreading. Like, I'm more of a grumpy moviegoer, so I feel some people's pain on that, but I agree with you in, for the most part, like, yeah, you don't get, like... I completely agree with you on the distraction front of things. Like, oh, when, yeah, no. when you're sitting at home, there's so many other things distracting you. And some people still bring that into the theater. And that's, again, that's where I start to get grumpy. It's like, so get off like your freaking phone, please. Yeah. Um, please get off your phone. I'm taking notes, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I do take notes. In yeah. That's kind of like, uh. this, Yeah, Brianna does too. And <laughs> that was, uh, there was one time when I went to go see a movie with her where somebody like tapped her on the shoulder. It's like, hey, can you put your phone away? And it's like, Ugh. yeah. Um, I usually put like the negative, like, you know how you can invert colors? Yeah. I go to the notes app and I invert the colors. So that, it's like that a makes black sense. Screen. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I think there's legitimate, com- to com- legitimate complaints to be had with the movie going experience, but overall, I do think it's a more positive, a much more in positive and high, it has a higher ceiling than your, your at home experience. Like it really does. Mm. Like, you know, I can go see like average to below average movies. And if the crowd is great and if we're all kind of enjoying the experience of what we're watching, like then it, it completely like uh, to me the best example of this that i can bring up and it is still this is going to be so random to you when i tell you but i've said it oh, on the podcast before and i will and I, i've told ozzy before and he laughs at me and he thinks it's ridiculous 
I think I know. Power Rangers is the best movie going experience <laughs> I've ever had in my life. <laughs> ever. And I'm not exaggerating. No, I'm I not agree. exaggerating, <laughs> man. Like, I went to go see that movie, and I was a huge Power Rangers kid gr- growing up. I yeah, loved yeah. Power Rangers. And every single person in that theater was the exact same way, and we were just mm-hmm. loving it. And it's like, I don't know these people. Like, I've never seen those people again in my life for all I know. But we, as a group, sat down and just had a great time watching this thing that we cared about. Mm-hmm. And you don't yeah. get that at home. You don't. No, you don't. So You don't get it. It's still the best um, going, movie-going experience I've had. <laughs> and it's also, it's not just like the movie-going experience, but I love the aesthetic. I mean, like, Definitely. you know, the movie theater sort of like, you know, there's the popcorn smell and all these things. Like, they really should, like, you know, movie theaters want to, like, they also, they want to become more modern, but I really think they should play into this, like, sort of event thing, you know, yeah. where it's like, oh, it's a night out at the theater. You got your popcorn, you got your thing, and just kind of really, like, make it an experience rather than, like, you're paying to just watch a movie. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, then but then you have issues of, like, well, if it's an experience, then is it going to be, like, if that's how they're selling it, is it going to be more money? And then it's like, if it's... Well, I mean, just, yeah. like, in the market. Yeah. I don't know. And how, I have no idea. No, yeah, it's... Yeah, it's just, it's a hard line to walk, definitely, so. Yeah. Uh, the movie industry is in a strange place, and we'll see how it progresses moving forward. Uh, but at the same time, people are always like, oh, the theater industry is dying and stuff like that, and it's like, the box office is going to be a record high this year, like, <laughs> with all these big movies, like, I come have, on. I, it's insane. It's, yeah. yeah it's, Speaking of big movies. Yeah. Sorry to change the subject again. I, I'm having a great time, actually. Um <laughs> Uh, one of my most anticipated movies comes out next week. Uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Hey, yeah, um, uh, gonna have, it's resurrecting all of the old Godzilla movie or uh, movie characters like mm-hmm. Dan's in it, Ghidorah, uh, Mothra. It's gonna be great. I've been in since that uh, that trailer with the music and oh, oh yeah. gosh, oh my god, such a good trailer. It was a great Claire trailer. Moon, and, yeah, yeah, like I. I'm, I've never been, like, the biggest, like, Godzilla person. I, my mo- Honestly, I think my most experience with the Godzilla franchise is the 2014 movie. Honestly. I, I think I might have seen one or two other ones, like, a long time ago when I was a kid. But, uh, you know, and I think that movie's, it's good-ish. Like, I think... Pretty good. I, yeah. I, the, the beginning's good. The middle is really boring, and it kind of drags, and we don't see the monster, and it's frustrating. And yeah. then the end is I awesome. Mean, so it all yeah. kind of like blends together in this like was pretty good mix. Yeah, like, I, I think I think everything that isn't Brian Cranston and isn't Godzilla and or the monsters he's fighting is pretty paced yes. in that movie. Yes. It's kind of just like whatever, but like the sound design oh, and like yeah. when you do see him, it's just like oh my god, oh yeah, it's, it's so good. Yeah, so like that yeah. that being my only experience, like when they announced this, I was like, yeah, like sure, that could be cool. But then the trailer came out. I'm like, okay, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I see where going. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, and uh, it definitely made up for uh, that below average King Kong movie or whatever. Uh, <laughs> Skull Island. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh man, that movie was like it's pretty to look at, but beyond that, not mm-hmm. so much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we we never did a summer movie preview. I I keep thinking about that, and I keep wanting to bring it up to Ozzy. And then, um, 
Yeah. That just we, I mean, we were kind of already, we're in the middle of most of most big summer movies that are coming out. Uh, yeah, we normally do it like beginning of May ish. So we we yeah we're behind on it, but I mean technically we have the bulk of the summer is still ahead of us, so we could still do it. Maybe I don't know. I'll talk to Ozzy about it. We'll figure it out. So maybe be on the lookout for that, people. (laughs) Um, But thank you guys for joining us for this episode. Um, Noah, where can people find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter at uh, Noah underscore Rask and at Instagram at Brief underscore Intermission. All right. And you can find me at Cheery456 on Twitter and Instagram. And make sure you follow us all over Screenfellas or all over social media. Jeez. All at (laughs) Screenfellas. Um, it's Twitter, Instagram, YouTube channel, the website, Facebook, all of it. You can find us anywhere you want, um, all at ScreenFellas. Um, by the time you're listening to this, there will already have been our Game of Thrones extravaganza, so we hope you enjoyed that. Like uh, we talked about a little bit earlier in the episode, we'll probably be talking a little bit more Game of Thrones with Brianna at some point in the near future. And then, as we discussed here, maybe, maybe we'll have a summer movie preview at some point as well. Um, but yeah, we're hopefully going to keep this sort of pace up the rest of the, the rest of the summer at least. So yeah, we are. Hopefully we will be, uh, much better about reviewing movies that we have been for the last month or so. Uh, it has been a rough time, but thank you guys for sticking with us and, um, yeah, we will see you on the next one. Bye.